Welcome to Facts Roundtable, a podcast dedicated to navigating life with food allergies across the lifespan. Presented in a welcoming format with interviews and open discussions, each episode will explore a specific topic, leaving you with the facts to know or use. Information presented via this podcast is educational and not intended to provide individual medical advice. Please consult with your personal board-certified allergist or healthcare providers for advice specific to your situation. Hi, everyone. I'm Caroline Mawasasi, and I am your host for the Fact Roundtable podcast. I am a food allergy parent, advocate, and the founder of the Grateful Foodie blog, and I am Fact's Vice President of Community Relations. Before we start today, I just want to take a moment and thank the National Peanut Board for their kind sponsorship of today's show and for all of their support over the years. Today's podcast is very special as we honor and celebrate Food Allergy Awareness Month with a new Facts Roundtable podcast short. This podcast is a short look into the many ways that we live our teal way of life. Kristen, you are Facts Vice President of Education, a parent of children with food allergies, an advocate, and a community leader. In today's Facts Roundtable podcast short, We're talking about the word no and setting boundaries and how you use the word no in your teal way of life. Now we're going to dive right in. I've heard you speak about no at previous fact conferences and you used to say no means no. Can you explain in our food allergy world what you meant by that? Well, no means exactly that. No, it's a complete sentence. It means that whatever you're offering me or what you'd like me to do, I decline. And it's important to understand the power in that word, no, when you're navigating your life or your child's life with food allergies, because a lot of times people will have opinions or want to kind of push ideals on you. And The quick answer is no. For us, you know, no means not eating food without an ingredient label. And that's extremely important because we know that with food allergies, you have to understand and be aware of what food and the ingredients are when you're eating it. So if we don't have a food allergy label that is attached to a packaged food or something, we don't eat it. And we've started that when the kids were smaller. Now they're in elementary, high school, and college. And if someone offers us something to eat and it doesn't have a label, my children are aware that they need to say no because we don't want to take that chance. And it's not worth taking a risk or taking the chance that maybe it would be okay. But when we look at ourselves and and understand that it's okay to use that word, no, we are better equipped to kind of use it. And I even practice with the kids. We do different role playing of, you know, if someone offers you this and it doesn't have a label, what should you do? And I really kind of hone in when they were younger, especially understanding that it's okay to say no. I think a lot of times we are worried about what someone may think. We're also worried that we may hurt someone else's feelings, or we're worried that we may not be liked by saying no. It's important to kind of use that and practice it, even as adults. 
So as someone who is a serial people pleaser, what tips would you have for someone like me who always wants to say yes to somebody? How do I make peace with saying no? Well, you say no by saying yes in a different way. And I know that might sound confusing, but I'll give you an example. If someone came to your home and they're offering your child something to eat and you don't have a label and you say, unfortunately, it doesn't have a label. We're not really sure what is in it. We can't accept it. I apologize for that, but we we can't accept it. But we would love to, and then insert whatever, have fun with you by playing a a game or, you know, while I'm cooking, you two could look at the newest dinosaurs that he has, or you can play a board game. It's saying no to something, but also making sure the person understands that you're not saying no to them. You're just saying no to the the item, because I think people take offense to the word no. And if you're able to kind of turn it around and say yes to something else that is equally as fun or equally involves them in participating together, I think they have a better understanding and they are more apt to agree. You may run across people that aren't interested in your yes and whatever that means. And that's okay. You still say no and and keep it moving. I think that is so key. The point you just brought up saying you're not saying no to the person, you're just saying no to the thing, because we're trying to keep our families or ourselves safe. Exactly. You might even articulate, I really appreciate you offering this. I know that you went out of your way to think about bringing this or giving this to us, but it could potentially cause us to go to the emergency room. That's what I've said in the past many times. Having this and not knowing exactly what's inside could potentially send us to the emergency room. And then many people would reply, well, I know what's in it. You know, I baked it. And I said, I, you know, I I really appreciate the time you took into that. But there's so many different nuances of, you know, maybe there might have been peanut butter on the knife where you're using jelly in this delicious treat. And, you know, there's cross contact and that is an issue. So maybe we just say no to the dessert, but maybe we say yes to something else. And here are a couple of suggestions. I find that people are more inclined when you give them an alternative to say, hey, let's do this instead, especially when it involves children, they're not inclined to turn the child down. They want to make the child happy. They want to participate. The whole reason they brought said food in the first place was to bond. And if they can find a way to bond in a different way, it typically helps. Now, do you have any examples of when you had to say no? Unfortunately, I've had too many. Um, (laughs) But one that comes to mind was uh, an example in school where there was an activity that the teacher wanted to do for a holiday. And in essence, it involved an allergen that my son has and he's allergic to. And in his 504 plan, it states that, you know, there are no allergens that he's allergic to in the classroom. So obviously, you know, that was a big no to begin with. But the teacher wanted to kind of move my son to the side so he could be safe in her perspective, but also the rest of the class could participate. 
And so to me, that was an easy no. If we can figure out how to do this particular STEM activity without having food or a substitution of that or something else, we can say yes to it. But obviously, having this particular allergen in the classroom is a big no. So that's just one of the examples. I found it to be extremely difficult. It wasn't received well. And again, it just goes into maybe educating that person. And if they aren't interested in your no, it's perfectly fine to walk away. Kristen, we're about to wrap up here. We've come to the end of our time of this wonderful, special, short podcast. But do you have a tip you would like to share regarding your teal way of life and saying no? Well, one of the things that we do is to role play, as I mentioned earlier, about these different situations where we may have to say no to someone, whether it's an adult or a friend or a family member. And we role play it in advance so the kids are somewhat comfortable in saying that. But again, at the end of the day, when you're in a situation and you've said no and the person just really isn't hearing you and they really just don't understand saying no and then walking away is perfectly okay. And that doesn't mean you don't care for the person. doesn't mean you don't appreciate their effort. It just means you prioritize keeping yourself safe. Thank you for sharing your teal way of life with us and helping us dive a little deeper into no means no. You have a wonderful day, Kristen. Thank you so much. Thank you, Caroline. You as well. Before we say goodbye, I just want to take a moment to say thank you once again to the National Peanut Board for sponsoring today's highly informative show. Thank you for listening to Facts Roundtable Podcast. Stay tuned for future episodes coming soon. Please subscribe, leave a review, and listen to our podcast on Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Have a great day and always be kind to one another.